throwing jabs, always full send. Here we go again. Jared Joe and Jay's Clover Crest, top three corner man, punching in with a punch's chance. We find a way to win. The main event, lock it in. Every Saturday at 10, the overhand is out of hand when it comes to fist of cuffs. Slide a hand on the undercard, you'll never see the punch. Uppercut, got you missing wave, feet are stepping late. Keep your guard up, feeling faint from a faint. Take a stand in eighth, then retaliate. Put up your duke, stick and move, bob and wave. Don't lose hope against the ropes, there's always an escape. Never stay down. One more round, bells ringing, counter punch with your chin tucked and go down swinging. We bringing crosses with no worship, hooks with no verses, combinations with no locks. When you feel the flurry, it's curtains from scrub scraps to fight stats. Relax if you want the facts, cause the best combat podcast is throwing jabs. Attention all basketball fans, CMG Sports presents the Posting Up Podcast, where Lucas Boldick, Sean Scanlon, and King Zay discuss the latest news and topics throughout the NBA. So, if you have a love for basketball, make sure you check out the Posting Up Podcast, live every Tuesday and Saturday on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Also available for download on every podcast platform. The Giants are running New York like the times as Danny is dropping all sorts of dimes. Saquon's thighs are ruining defenses' lives and Leonard Williams making opposing QBs feel him. Receivers think it's scary to line up across James Bradbury and the Giants have a bright future led by coach, judge, jury, and executioner. Tune in to Drawing About the G-Men every Wednesday at 6, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Which Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to John about the G-Men. Today, it's just myself, Big Jason, Joe Guire. We still got a lot to talk about, though. Starting off, biggest news around the NFL. Julio Jones wants out of Atlanta. Right now, it seems like the Seahawks and the Titans are the two biggest teams looking for him. Joe, what do you think of this situation, and where do you think Julio Jones will end up? Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, I don't think I, – I mean, again, I think this is one of those things where I don't know that it's going to happen. I think there's as good a chance of this happening as there is Aaron Rodgers getting traded. I don't think that's happening either. As, as much as I think these guys would like to make it happen – um, I think what Atlanta is looking to get back for him is just not realistic. And I don't think, I don't think they're going to get it. I really don't. You know, I think Seattle would be a good destination. I think that would be the destination. If I were him, I would most want. I feel like that would be a place where he could really um, imagine him and DJ Metcalf and TJ Lockett. That'd be uh, yeah. quite a trio. I mean, and, and, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, it, it, it's. I know he doesn't want to come back. I would assume after that appearance with Shannon Sharp that it would make it pretty difficult or awkward or weird if he were to try to come back to Atlanta now. But, you know, does he make somebody a Super Bowl contender? Depends on how healthy he is. 
I mean, yeah. he's a great receiver, but you know, it really will depend on the situation whether or not uh you know, whether or not he can he can make somebody a Super Bowl contender. I'd like to see Seattle if he's going to go somewhere, to tell you the truth. Yeah, I mean, uh Tennessee and T- Seattle both places he I, I don't think he'll have to carry as much of the load as he would in Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta, even though now the Calvin Ridley and the addition of Kyle Pitts, so the, the, that should lessen him. Hopefully he doesn't have to be as big of a number one receiver, which could help with his injuries. But I, I think this is a lot more realistic than uh, the Aaron Rodgers trade because yes, Atlanta's struggling with the, their cap right now. There's so much so that they're struggling play, paying rookies right now. So I, I think they kind of have to make this deal and get it done. Uh, but I, I like Tennessee. I mean, we saw how big uh, the the Giants like uh, reaching out to Adoree Jackson and trying to get him over here. Logan Ryan was a big part of that. Uh, I saw a video on A.J. Brown's Twitter and TikTok He's reaching out saying, hey, Julio, come here. Look at this beast. You got the monster Derrick Henry in the backfield. You got myself. And, hey, I don't got to be the number one receiver anymore. That's all you, baby. Uh, I'll take number two. So I would love to see that. But, Joe, is there a team that he can make the most impact on, whether it is one of the two teams we're talking about with the Titans or the Seahawks, or is there a different team that can come and get him and – make them possibly a Super Bowl contender. The Chiefs. <laughs> Don't you feel like guys always end up on the Chiefs in this situation? It's like they just swoop in and like, oh yeah, we're gonna we'll take them. Um <laughs> you know, or or Tampa uh seems like they always end up getting these these guys. And I hope it's neither one of those two teams. Um I think Baltimore would be well served yes. to to at least inquire about him. You know, that's my thought. I mean, you know, I think if there's if somebody needs a dangerous weapon in a real big time receiver, it's Lamar Jackson. And so to me, this makes sense. It's out of the conference. You know, this that would be a good deal there. Yeah. And I mean, you bring up the Chiefs and uh, the the Chiefs in Tampa Bay it, it with the salary cap struggles with Atlanta. They might just have to cut him. He doesn't want to be there, so maybe he could go to just be a free agent, be like a Gronk, be like an Antonio Brown, end up getting cut and going to, to one of these places and getting a ring. But uh, we we will see. I, I, I'm i excited because I, I feel like this deal is going to get done eventually, uh, and I, I think he will have a big impact on one of those teams. I like that you brought in the, the Ravens because – Marquise Brown, I like a lot, but he's just—he's not a big body. He's not that big guy. He can't—you can't go over the middle with him because he's gonna get beat at New England. I, I don't know about that. Maybe you know. I mean, to again, Bill Belichick makes things happen. I mean, if he really feels like uh, this could be a thing, why not? I mean, New England. Uh... What? Yeah, there you go, Bard. He says it. Ultimate Bill move. Uh, I, I don't know. I think. I, I oh, look think at that. Hold on, Jared's Jared just chimed in. How about him and Rogers to Houston? For what? 
why would you that that's ridiculous i'm not gonna throw some shiny gold toys in the into a fire like uh yeah i'm not doing that but i do think speaking of him and rogers if the packers make a move to get him i i think the the talks of aaron Rodgers getting traded rogers to washington that's interesting i have heard i mean there was talks about Deshaun Watson possibly going. So maybe they could make a move like that. I, I don't know. But I do think if you are the Packers and you want to keep Aaron Rodgers there, this is a perfect opportunity. Go get yourself. I mean, he's complained about not getting another weapon in the draft. Now you can make a move, a move that – now you can make a move to get him another guy, another shiny toy. And uh, we can see MVP with – Devontae Adams returning and Julio Jones. That, that, that's scary. That is a scary offense. But I like that. Yeah. That I mean, then that's gonna keep that's gonna keep Aaron Rodgers there, especially with Julio Jones there. But let's move on. Talk a little bit about the Giants. The former Giants, as former Giants running back Brandon Jacobs thinks he can come back into the NFL and play defensive end. He in his tweet he mentioned if Tim Tebow can come back, why the hell can't I? <laughs> Joe, what do you make of this? Well, I don't think Tim Tebow is going to be successful. So I love Brandon Jacobs and I appreciate his sentiment, but that just doesn't make any sense. I mean, what is he? Thirty eight? You know, he's a big guy. I get it, but I don't. I just don't see. I don't, I just don't see it. I mean, it's a job that is a specialty. You have to know how to swim or rip or yeah. You know what I mean? Because Tim Tebow's a better athlete and will fail. Yes. There you Thank you, Jared. That's the words I couldn't come up with. Yeah. I love Brandon Jacobs. I appreciate him saying that if, if he had some value, if, um, he had played in the Arena Football League or in the XFL, and he'd played some defensive end. And even he didn't look great doing it. I'd be like, "Well, all right, he's tried it. And we'll see, maybe with a full camp, what happens?" But no, I don't. I just don't. I don't. I don't see it happening. I mean, if the Giants want to give him a spot in camp and let him come run around and see what's up, I mean, they still haven't really addressed the end position. But it's not going to be Brandon. Brandon Jacobs isn't going to break Michael Strahan's record this year for sacks. Hell no. Hell no. Yeah. Not at all. So and Tyler says, right. It's a publicity son. But is there a team desperate enough to at least take a flyer? Not, not. Yes. Publicity. Yes. The Giants. Are you for real? Yes. The Giants. No. It is, Come on. This is. Listen. If there is if there is any value to <laughs> left out, if there's any value to this at all, I it would behoove the Giants to bring a favorite son back in. Again, if you're gonna let Tebow do it, let him come run around camp. It it shouldn't take either you're gonna be like, oh, Tebow's just catching everything. Good lord. You bring Jacobs in and you're like, how does he know those swim moves? Where did he learn that? Oh, look at that spin. My God, that speed off the edge. Oh, we can really do something with this. You're not going to know that unless you bring him in the camp. Bring him in. 
Why not? Not the Giants. So, like, Who I, else is going to bring him in? Jacksonville. I mean, you already did it with T Tebow. Might as well give Brandon Jacobs. You just shot. want it to be a complete fire, fire dumpster in Jacksonville. Hey, I mean, it already is. So, yeah, they're only wanna, slowly trying to. Put don't it you want to? Don't you want to change the narrative? Don't you want to? I mean, again, dude, I'm looking at all the stuff Urban Meyer's done so far, and none of it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they need, yeah, I mean, I, they need to do that in the next Madden. Make him a free agent at defensive end and just at a thirty-seven. <laughs> I love it. Oh, dude, that. Thank you for the laugh. That is no. Oh. He's not. It's. I mean, this is. Listen, anybody who crosses. I saw Chad Johnson's uh, uh got a fight lined up. I think a boxing match. I mean, give it a rest, you imbeciles. Can, can you guys just retire and I don't know sell insurance or something? Well, we, yeah. we don't. We don't have to see every ex-athlete doesn't have to show up somewhere else. You can just go away now. You've already lived your life of privilege. Yeah, I, I get that, but uh, you, you look and you see. Do you let me ask you a question? Like, Do you have any interest in watching Chad Johnson box somebody? No, I have no interest in the main event of that card with Floyd Mayweather killing Logan Paul either. So, I mean, there I don't I don't like how I'm the one doing this, but cuz I'm throwing jabs, I'm never like this, but there there's a place for this. And if you want to do it, go ahead. I mean, did they have Will Farrell was in spring training for how many baseball teams he was playing for for a little bit? Um, so might as yeah, well do dude, this. For Garth, training Garth camp. Brooks, Kevin Costner—they've all done that. Like again, <laughs> that's great. Your life of privilege. Screw off. That I, 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 none of those guys deserve to be there. That is true. But none of those guys deserve to be there. If you don't have the talent to be there, you shouldn't be there. So again, if Brandon Jacobs had a private workout. For the Giants or or the Bears or whoever. And they were like, oh, man, no, look, this guy could still move. I, here's, I don't even know what he benches these days. He looked good in that picture that went viral. I don't know when that's from. That is a good point. I don't know when that's from. That might be a pre-COVID picture. Nobody <laughs> looks that good post-COVID. There's no way. Yeah. But again, dude, even being, even being jacked. What is that? What does that have to do with being a defensive end? No, I mean the remember that video that went viral of uh, Baylor. They had that one guy going out to the coin toss, all huge. He rolled up his jersey and he was so scary, but he he did nothing. He was playing in the XFL and didn't even play then. So I mean, it does come down to scale. It doesn't matter how you look. I mean, so I I do think there are some teams that hell. I mean, not just for the publicity. May, maybe you do find something you you like for your team, like the Jaguars, like the Houston Texans. Maybe just give it a shot. It, it won't happen, but there's a spot for this. Riley, if Tebow can come back, you're fine with Jake. No, we got to put our foot down on Tebow, and we tell Jacobs to stick it too. 
no, we don't want this. And it's disrespectful to guys that deserve to be there, guys in their 20s who are not going to get an opportunity that they should get because some old guy is like, yeah, let me give it a shot. There's real defensive ends and there's real tight ends who are out of work, who just graduated from universities. Find one there. Yeah, well, at least for Tebow, you can say he was staying active and playing minor league baseball. Brandon playing Jenkins. is uh, <laughs> uh, Brandon Jenkins has been – I don't know what he's been doing, but he hasn't been at least competing in somewhat. But uh, Oh, no, yeah, Riley, the deuces to both of them. <laughs> it's uh, – it's a, it's an all or nothing, and I say nothing. You know, we don't want any of these. This is stupid. Yeah. This is stupid. I, I mean, you know, I'm already struggling with this Mayweather baloney. <laughs> I, I mean, give me a break with all this crap. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, if this, if this does seem like a trend, and I think we will see stuff like this happen, uh, I, I do think we might – like, I mean, Kelvin Benjamin, that was another big story. He's on the Giants switching to tight end. I do think we will see a little bit of this come up because, I mean, that's just the way things are going. I mean, like I mentioned, you have all those actors in spring training for baseball. Well, why not bring in a couple names to training camp and football just to bring. Well, you know, funny that you funny that you mentioned that. Funny that you mentioned that. Because I totally lost my train of thought, dude. Oh, my God. What did you just say? <laughs> what did you just say? Actors in baseball and oh. then bring in uh, names. Uh, Russell Wilson. Every yeah. year, spring training with the Yankees. And, again, I see that, and I'm like, why is he? I like Russell Wilson. I like He's- him, but I, you know, I don't. What are you, what are you doing at Yankees camp? What does that do to, you know, they were like, well, you're going to chance me around a Super Bowl winner. Big deal. So what? I mean, at least he was. He's drafted. like, hey, look at my ring. And you're like, oh, that's really cool. I've seen Super Bowl rings before. It didn't make me play anything better. It didn't. That's true. But I mean, at least for him and like the Tom Brady's and Patrick Mahomes, they were at least drafted by MLB teams. So there's at least. A little bit more legitimate. I'll grant you that. I'll grant you that. Yes, they deserve to be there. They they they've got a reason to be there. You're not making a mockery of this sport, and for that, I do appreciate. Well, Brandon Jacobs was drafted at running back. He was one of the greatest running backs of the Giants. I don't know why he thinks he can be older and come in and play the end. But I mean, if he thinks he can, might as well. It, there are teams desperate enough to give him at least a shot in training camp. I would say, like again, why I say at least at least bring him by camp is imagine if he went and signed with the Jets and has twelve sacks and makes the Pro Bowl. I mean, very unlikely scenario, especially if you go to the Jets. But wouldn't that just kick you in the nuts? That'd be wild. You're like, oh, Brandon Jacobs, what a joke. And it turns out like his great-grandfather was like, you know, old Pappy Jones, the great defensive end, and we didn't know this or whatever, and he's got some great natural ab- – maybe he's good at it. Again, I don't think it would kill them to, to, to find out, but 
you know, I think once you realize that it's a joke, you tell them to go over to the running backs and show them how to run. Yeah. As, well, as a as a coach. Yeah. If anything, if he wants to get back to football, yeah, go find a team. Go go be a a, a running backs coach for somewhere. I mean, that'd be interesting. Two celebrity roster spots. They're intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jared. Jared digs that stuff. As I despise it, he loves it, and I get it. And by the way, I'm rocking the scrub scraps tonight. Yes, sir. I figure Thanks. if I'm gonna do gonna do three shows in the same day, I might as well represent the scrub scraps. Oh yeah! Make sure you tune in Saturday to where we talk about the Mayweather and Logan Paul similar spectacle. By wow. the way, uh, on Clever Crush Media, I just posted uh, Tony Aguirre, my brother's tale of the tape, and it's kind of a little, it's a little tongue in cheek for Mayweather versus Paul. Still done in his very professional and serious manner, but uh, we did have a little bit of fun putting that together. Um, mom, my, mom, my mom's chiming in. I know you love Brandon Jacobs. Jace and I love Jace loves Brandon Jacobs more than most men would be willing to admit. <laughs> what? He loves that guy because he wasn't a little skinny-ass running back. It was big boy. You like the big boys. And he loved the offensive line like you love the offensive line. The reason why I say he doesn't get a shot is because you're wasting a roster spot at a position where you legitimately need to. You, 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 the Giants are unresolved at two spots right now. Defensive end. Say it with me. Quarterback. Whoa. Unsettled. We'd like to say it's resolved. This is a big year for, for, for Daniel Jones. Offensive line, too, you put in that. And the, well, yeah, that's a whole entire unit, which is problematic. And is very <laughs> – and <laughs> plays a big part in how good Daniel Jones is going to end up being. Again, if you want to bring him in the camp before, you know, again, and see if he can, you know, give him a day or two, see what it looks like. And then again, send them over to the boys uh, with the with the two bars on the face mask. Show them how to run. Show them how to catch out of the backfield. That kind of stuff, Brandon. Thanks for coming. Um, that's all. Again, I I just I wouldn't want to see him go elsewhere and have eight sacks. You know, for like yeah. the Seahawks or so. I would be so pissed. So see what he's got, and then send a packing. So. If it's not the Giants, because, I mean, there's obviously still people fighting for those defensive end spots. What about a team like the 49ers, who you, you know the DNs are going to be? So why not just trot them out there for show? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, seriously. And and I, I am I mistaken to think Brandon Jacobs spent a year with them or went to camp with the Niners before he finished? Am I am I totally wrong about this? That sounds right, actually. Well, I know it does, and I don't know why. Did Brandon Jacobs play somewhere or almost play somewhere? Let's quickly. Uh... Yes, he the did. Yeah, exactly yeah, right. Two thousand twelve, yeah. and then he did actually come back for the Giants uh, and play seven games in twenty thirteen. I knew that was a thing. Yeah. Yes, Risser. Of course, Risser would know that. Um. Yeah. yeah, hilarious. My mom also just chimed in. I actually have a an autographed football from Brandon Jacobs. So yeah, again, I love the guy. Don't get me wrong. You I know you want to see it, Chase. 
Um, <laughs> but I mean, he he's deserved. He's earned his respect. So I well, might as well give him a shot. What what's the worst that could happen? Why doesn't he hire somebody who can work him out so he can sh- like, hey, look, I've got a tape. I I mean, I'm not just saying this. I can do it because you got to see if he can do it. Right, and I mean, you you're you were a defensive lineman too, yes. You played D line too, yeah. or just O line? Yeah, right. I was a defensive lineman, interior defensive yeah. lineman, and so technique and getting off the ball. If you if you can't do those two things, and you'll know that immediately. Yeah, yeah. Right, you'll know it immediately. He's either going to be fast off the ball, and you're like, oh, or you're going to be like, no, nah, he's out. Forget it. There's no chance. It will take it will take an afternoon for the Giants to decide if there's any value or any team to decide whether or not he's got the skill set to do it. Yeah, I mean, he even said defensive end. That, that's even tougher than like a DT. DT, my coach used to say a, a dead person could do it because all you got to do is take up space and eat up blocks. This thing that means you miss out on some diamond in the rough defensive end. Right? There's some six foot seven inch undrafted kid out of Rutgers who's like, hey, can I get a try it? And you're like, no. And then he goes to Philly, signs with the Eagles, rookie of the year with 17 sacks. You're right, Jared. All of those things keep me up at night, but so does the idea that Jacobs goes and signs with Belichick. Belichick shows him how to become a defensive end, and he does break Michael Strahan's record. Uh, I mean, all right, all right. <laughs> Let's move on from this. We spent already way too much. I, I don't know how we spent more time on this than Julio Jones. I know I, why, because you love Brandon Jacobs. I, I do like Brandon Jacobs. You really do. But, well, let's talk about actual good football. In an interview with Bleacher Report, Patrick Mahomes said, the only record I have my eyes set on a breaking which would be new this year is going twenty and zero. Joe, are the Chiefs the best bet to go twenty and zero? Yes. Would I bet on it? Never. Never. First of all, let me remind Pat Patrick, you have never played a full season. That's he true. he misses a couple games every year. That's so true. Let me let me ask you this: you're gonna you're gonna lobby. Andy Reid, if you're 16 and 0, up four games on the Raiders and Chargers, you're going to go out there and play your 17th game to go undefeated? Really? Play the whole game? All right. Nobody's ever gone 19 and 0. Why would we? I mean, again, nobody ever got to 19 and 0. So why would 20 and 0? Yeah, why not? No. This this makes it even harder. This probably puts an undefeated season to me completely out of reach. We've seen 18 and 0. We've seen 15 and 0 a lot. Yeah. 20 wins in a row. That's yeah. really hard to do without Belichick and Brady on I, the same team. I don't even know. I mean, just football itself is such a grueling sport to be I mean, we, we, we do see it in college, So, but the NFL is completely But that, that comes down to skill level. You're right. You're looking at – I mean, dude, Alabama could have gotten 35-0 this year if you just lined up more teams. Yeah. 
Think, think about it like this, Jace. Who were the, the two best teams that Bama played this year? Georgia. I mean, not even, I don't even know if I want to say Georgia. It'd be what, what, uh, Ohio State, which, I mean, that was still just disgusting. But, and Florida. Florida? Yeah. Right? I mean, again, well, but again, I mean, dude, like I said, if that Florida game, they could have gone to 25 overtimes. Bama was going to keep scoring. And it was going to be on Florida to try to hang with them. It wasn't the other way around. It wasn't like Bama was playing catch-up all game. It was Florida. So, again, a, a team that was at least somewhat on par skill level, they still couldn't keep up with them. And they, I mean, they kept up. They ran out of time. But again, they were never going to get ahead of Bama in that game. It was never going to happen. That was that skill level. This is the NFL. I mean, un- unless you're playing the Jets every week, you know what I mean? It's it's gonna. It would be really hard to win every single week. Look at the Steelers last year, ten and zero. Woo! Can they go sixteen and zero? They lost five in a row. Yeah, but uh, right. I mean, the yeah. opposite of what you wanted was that long, long. Dallas was the only team to beat fifteen and one. Washington in eighty nine. Dallas finished one and fifteen and lost the second meeting seventy two to nothing. Is that true? Seventy two to nothing. That's crazy. I don't think that can't be right. Seventy two to nothing. Verify that, Jones. But there you go. Right. Dallas, the only team that beat Washington that year, 15 and 1, 1 and 15. It just goes to show how difficult it is to go undefeated, even when you're trying to go undefeated. And again, Pat Mahomes doesn't generally play the last game of the year. Yeah. I, and also, I don't necessarily, I don't think the Chiefs would be the best bet to go 20 and 0. I mean, the Chargers are. Right on their heels in that division, I think. I think it. I think they're going to surprise people. But also defensively, are you are you smoking crack? No, I'm not. Just all right. I just I I, I, I felt like if I at least asked and you answered, at least it's on record. <laughs> no, but I, I you think, think the Chargers probably... are on the heels of the Chiefs? Did you just say that? Yeah. All right. I did. I'm not even going to address that today. I'm not even going to address what you just said about the Chargers being on the heels of the Chiefs today. I'm going to write this down, and I'm going to spend the next three months reminding you you just said that until the season's over. Hey, you you want to spoil it? I'm going to pick the Chargers to beat the Chiefs two times next year because their defense is going to get back, and that's going to be scary. I did that with the Raiders last year and nearly looked a genius, didn't I? That second game was pretty close. It was close. But uh, the, I, oh, no, I to did. answer your question, no. Undefeated, I think, at 20, you know, I think it, it's all but impossible at this point. Yeah. Uh, the the difference between college and NFL, it, it's just plain and simple. Everyone's a pro in NFL. Could college, I mean, he, Alabama's playing tune-up games against the Citadel or whatever. If that's at least one easy win. You don't have easy wins in the NFL. Like Jared just mentioned with that Dallas-Washington thing, no win is easy in the NFL. 
But I, I don't think the Chiefs would be the best bet because I'm not that sold on their defense. I, I think a team like 30 and 7, though. Yeah. 30 and 7. He said 72 to nothing in the second game. And I was like, that's baloney. He was joking. It was a beatdown, in other words. 30 to 7 was the actual score. Thank you, Jared. That's good. I like uh like to get the facts straight here. Uh a beatdown in the other game. Again, the point being. On any given day, anybody can beat anybody in the NFL. That's the whole beauty of this sport. And I think if you're Dallas in 89 and you're playing an undefeated Washington team, that's your Super Bowl. That is your Super Bowl. If you beat that team that day, you're not you're you know, you're not you're not going anywhere. Your season's a bust. You can pull out that one win ruin Washington's undefeated season. Ah. Super Bowl in Dallas. It's like uh, when the Patriots, during the height of the Patriots' reign, week 17 in Miami. That was always the t- – they always lost that game. I- I'd always tell every everyone of my Patriots fan, everyone of my friends that's Patriots fan, that's an easy loss. Chalk it up as a loss. It- it's a loss. And everyone said, no, not Miami, not Miami. It just – it's so hard to do that. I mean, especially later game, later uh, games in the season, because you got to rest those starters, especially if you're a playoff team. So, yeah, I get that, but I, I do think a team maybe like the Colts would probably have the best bet this season if Carson Wentz comes back and in form with Frank Reich. Uh, I like what they they have in uh, Jonathan Taylor and. Uh, Michael Pittman, I think those are both two young guys that can help him out. And then that old line, and then I think that is a very strong defense. Uh, I think that I, I think with if you want to go undefeated, you need a strong defense behind you. And I don't think the Chiefs is strong enough if you want to go twenty and zero. But I, I think from what we're both saying, twenty and zero is never going to happen. Unrealistic goal. No team can. Like I said, what is going to happen this year is every major record will be broken, and if not this year, by next year uh, with the extra game, every single single-season record will be destroyed. Could you see Tom Brady trying to go after the, the perfect yes. season that he – Of I, course. We're talking – I, I could also see Tampa going 20-0. and 0. I mean, yeah, I was thinking done I, nothing but get sure. better. Well, I know, right? And they brought every single starter back from like the Super Bowl run and the backups. Like that's kind of scary. Like that team was clicking late, and they're really good. And Tom Brady, yeah, but I mean, that's all I got to say. But again, I, don't forget he couldn't do nineteen and zero. He tried. Yeah, our Giants got in the way. Yeah, it's tough. And I mean, the NFC South is kind of re- it is rebuilding right now. I mean, look at Carolina, look at Atlanta, and then even the Saints with Drew Brees gone. Yeah, you don't know if you're going Taysom Hill or Taysom Hill or uh, James, James Winston. Winston. Yeah, so tough man, to say. Walmart, I could see that. no, but no, it just comes down to that they have to play the Giants, and that's not going to happen. Yeah, Tom Brady isn't going to beat the Giants. No way he's going to beat the G-Men. <laughs> uh, speaking of the G-Men, 
that's going to wrap up, John, about the G-Men. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure you follow us on YouTube, John, about the G-Men, and like us on Facebook. And please subscribe to Clovercrest Media Group on Twitch. I mean, like Clovercrest Media, follow Clovercrest Media Group on Twitch. The Twitch is doing some great things with sports, and uh, we would like to be a part of that. And we just need your help. Drop the drop the channel, follow. And if you're hungry for more podcasts, make sure you check out clovercrestmedia.com for not just sports podcasts, bunch of other podcasts too. And if there isn't one you don't like, go make your own. Just cracked the 40 mark this week. 40 podcasts. Damn. All right. 39 other podcasts you can check out. Go clovercrestmedia.com to check them out. We're on like half of them, Jason and I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we're not on it, we're, we're producing it. In some it capacity in or another. Yeah, we are, we got our hands on it, boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, that's going to do it. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. For myself, Big Jason, Joe Aguirre, have a good week, and we'll see you next time for more Drawing About the G-Men. The Giants are running New York like the times as Danny is dropping all sorts of dimes. Saquon's thighs are ruining defenses' lives and Leonard Williams making opposing QBs feel him. Receivers think it's scary to line up across James Bradbury and the Giants have a bright future led by coach, judge, jury, and executioner. Tune in to Drawing About the G-Men every Wednesday at 6, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Twitch.